Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Sarah's childhood writing. Sounds Sounds fake, but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Oh, shoot. Kayla. Uh, hold on. No, right. there's no... no... no, no. <laughs> Mojito? That doesn't work very well. That doesn't... Okay, I... No. All right. Well, welcome back to the pod from Sarah and Kayla, who are recording remotely again. So we hope that nothing goes wrong technologically if it does uh sorry just i guess bear with it for a couple weeks first i hope you all enjoyed the ted talk last week it was quite the experience recording but there seems there seems to be yeah there seems to be some good feedback so that's good yeah hopefully within the next couple weeks i'll get more of the resource page built out and all Mm -hmm. that uh yep and take into your, your guys' suggestions about stuff we missed and stuff we kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. Take that into account when making it. And, uh, yep. yeah. Yay. What are we talking about this week, Kayla? Um, this week, I'm very excited because we have a Sarah Costello original that is coming at us all. I'm dreading this week's episode. So I think we talked about it on the pod. Yeah. When you, like, remembered it was a thing. Yeah, and I, so like, when begged Sarah for it to be an episode. Yeah, so when I was a child, I wrote a lot, which I wish I could say that now. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I wrote this book as a child, and um, we're going to do a, a queer reading of it, an asexual reading of it, slash Kayla's just going to react to it, and I'm going to cringe. I'm very excited. I, so I was home over the weekend and I brought it back here. Um, I have not read it in many years. I considered like reading it before this, but then I was like, no, "No, I don't, I don't want to do that to myself. Um, it, I've kind of skimmed it a, a smidge. I, um, I'm dreading this episode so much, so I hope you all enjoy it. I'm so excited. (laughs) All right. How how do we want to structure this? Do we want so I had it's it's split into chapters. The chapters are not very long, and I apparently had no sense of paragraphs because these paragraphs oh, no. are all gigantic. I mean, to be fair, that's how I write currently. It's just very long paragraphs. But what are you gonna do? <sighs> yeah, um, yeah. I had no understanding of the fact that when like a new person starts talking you're supposed to have another paragraph Ooh, like no. you can't put that all in the same paragraph I sure can't all right okay so well so first a, sarah what is it called it's called avon swords which can by we just, sarah e costello can we just <laughs> talk for a second about how that's the title somehow i i had no idea that i was a tiny little ace baby and yet i called something avon swords <laughs> yeah I think we were Explain. talking to someone about this, and they were like, that's just proof that, like, time travel exists. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think of how old I was when I wrote this. I was... Well, don't you have an about the author picture in there? I don't. There used to be one, but I don't know where it went. Ugh, tragic. I was probably... My instinct is telling me I was like eight. Okay. I don't know exactly how old I was. People who have kids can uh, try and guess based off of the writing level. I don't know. (laughs) Alright. So, there's a blurb on the back. (laughs) I will read it to you. I can't wait. Oh my god, I hate this so much. Alright. Also, just a small disclaimer. When I was little, I was, like, very obsessed with just making up names. (laughs) Um... I still am a little bit, but not to the same extent. And so there are some interesting names and words in here. Uh, just just thought I should warn you ahead of time. <laughs> are there also like a lot of adjectives? Um, not really. Oh, that's my um, favorite thing about bad writing. Are you assuming that my writing was bad? As this an eight, is a as an eight-year-old published yes. book. It's published an, it's in an, this half inch binder <laughs> yeah uh with like clip art on the front or like word hey, art there is no clip art at all yeah isn't it like word art though i'm no it's not word out i'm classy okay anyway all right i'm gonna read you the blurb okay oh i hate this so much all right casey millard is on her own and very poor <laughs> me she has a secret that no one uh, that no one knows, and she barely understands. Also, I never wrote out the word and. I would always use the ampersand. Oh my god. <laughs> but then Casey meets Alex Jones, and they are way too alike. Then they find out that they are so alike because they share a curse. They must fight the buff to break the curse and get family money back. Family money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Will they beat the buff? Will they die trying to beat the buff? Will they lose? No, I wrote loose. Oh my god. <laughs> will they loose and die early like their parents? Oh my god. Sarah. Or will they beat the buff and be crowned brave, courageous Savax? That was a lot of options. Let's just see in the words of Alex and Casey. Wow. Also, apparently I've always had a thing for like um gender non-specific names. <laughs> we stand. Uh so that's fun. But, uh, yeah. I'm not sure why I didn't understand at a younger age that I was really into, like, fantasy and sci-fi shit. I don't know why it took me so long to figure that out. Because yeah, no, this I is can... very clearly... <sighs> Alright. My initial reactions for this queer reading... Yeah. Is that they were going to be... Fi- the buff is, um, like, a phobia. Okay. And they're whole thing is because they like don't understand themselves they don't know their ace wow that's exciting yep also i'm just gonna warn you some of these names i remember how to pronounce (laughs) some of these i spell out how to pronounce oh my god and some of them i don't remember how to pronounce (laughs) so i'm just gonna have to guess oh man um all right so there are there are there are nine well there's an introduction and eight chapters wow um, this whole thing is a total of 11 pages, so. Oh my god. Alright, are you ready? I'm very ready. Are you ready for the Avon Swords introduction? Oh, I can't wait. <clears throat> Alright. This is all coming back to me now. I'm, like, trying to remember <laughs> what, what the <laughs> plot is. Alright. 
Casey Millard was the poorest girl on Apple Valley Lane. In fact, she was the poorest girl in the whole town of Jenkinville. That's a commas place, young Sarah. My grammar was pretty good, but there are a few, few areas where it's uh, not, not quite right. Also, every number I wrote out in, like, numbers, oh, which God, you're not supposed why? to do if it's no. under 10. Um, okay. The nine-year-old girl, I was probably nine then. <laughs> I was probably either eight or nine then. Um, the nine-year-old girl was on her own now, and she only had $3.18. <laughs> she lived under an old weeping willow in Bonark Park, which was on the end of Apple Valley Lane. Wow, that's very specific. I, I'm I'm remembering like how I was picturing this as I was writing. Oh my god! I, oh my god! All right, because I would just lock myself in my family's den, while the rest of the family was like watching TV, and I would just work on this <laughs> on your ancient computer. Yeah. Um. Okay. The girl always seemed so sad unless she was singing to birds or practicing her karate moves. Oh my Even god. though she never had any lessons. Oh karate God. is in quotations. So it wasn't really karate or? Well, she wasn't trained, Kayla. Okay, all right. Also, I know I keep interrupting myself, but I, you know, the uh, podcast, my, da- my dad wrote a porno. Yeah. I, I feel like that guy just like reading things out loud and cringing. That's what I feel like right now. Apparently that podcast, it's going to be like a comedy special on HBO or something. Yeah. I saw a billboard so, so I hear. Yeah. Wild. All right, so I'll I'll do what he does, and I'll kind of reread the last bit of the sentence so we have some continuity here. Mm-hmm. Unless she was singing to birds or practicing her karate moves, even though she never had any lessons. Sometimes she used a sick stick as a sword and used it while she kicked and punched tall piles of leaves. <laughs> sword is also in quotations. Mm. Good. Though Casey was poor, she was smart and talented. You know what? Good job woke young Sarah knowing that poor people are people too. (laughs) Oh my god. She climbed trees to collect fruit and found bushes with berries. So as you should see, Casey was well fed and got exercise many times a day. I mean, I don't know if I'd call that well fed. Is she getting any protein? (laughs) I don't know. And if she was in school, she would definitely be in fifth grade instead of third. Wow. But there was one thing Casey didn't know. Before her parents and all other relatives died in the forest fire, her parents told her one thing. When we must go. Oh, I forgot about the fucking rhyme. You rhymed? Oh, oh no. Oh, Oh, Sarah. Alright, here's what they told her. They said, when we must go, you need to know there is a life beyond. It takes strength and determination and you must be very fond. Fond of what? Someday, when you are old enough, you will go and try to beat the buff. Your father and I did not succeed, and lost all our money and our long life beads. If you succeed, you'll earn it back, and all will call you our new Savak. (laughs) (gasps) (gasps) Casey never knew what Savak meant, but it sounded good, and she hoped someday she would be a Savak. End of introduction. <laughs> I really like how money-driven this is. <laughs> I mentioned money once. Oh, look at that. She's poor. <laughs> well, it's not like, oh, I'm going to avenge my parents. It's like, she's really poor, and if she wins, she'll get all the money back. <laughs> yeah. I mean. 
<laughs> that checks out. Oh, All right. How do, how, do we still stick with your uh, potential ace reading? Uh, do you have any other thoughts? Or do we need to just get further in, you know? I think we need to get further in. All right. <clears throat> oh, God. Onomatopoeia. Woo, okay. Chapter one. Alex. Plip. Plop. Whoosh. <laughs> Casey woke up with the wind one Friday in May. Literally. It was softly raining, and only about two other people were in sight. A good sign. She walked over to her big box made of sticks. She took out her bathing suit and what? put it on. Bathing is in quotations. How'd she get a bathing suit? She's so... I'm crazy. about to explain. Okay. All right. It was really an old t-shirt and cut-up sweatpants. Are you happy now? <laughs> oh, that's sad. All right. She walked right out into the rain. Actually, cut-up sweatpants would get really heavy if they're wet. And also, so is this set, like, what time period is this? Modern day. Huh. Well, like, 2006, whenever I was writing this. So it's 2006, and people are just, like, letting this kid live in a tree? This is fantasy. Yeah, okay. Kayla. Alright. Alright. She walked right out into the rain. Then she reached under her tree and took out an old metal bucket. It would collect rainwater. She set it down, reaching in again. This time she took out an old twine fishnet. <laughs> oh my god, I just read ahead. Oh my god. She set it down, reaching in again. Oh no, sorry, I already said that. <laughs> this time she took out an old twine fishnet. She started walking towards Ake River. It's A-K-E. I think it was supposed to be Ake, not like A-K-E or anything. Um, that Ake sounds familiar. All right. Ake River, happily singing America the Beautiful on the way. <laughs> she followed the pathway that led to mill forest when she got there she turned left where it branched off i see here's the thing as a child i had no sense of geography and yet there's a very specific specific. geography of this place i don't think i had it in my head i just think i wanted to name all of these places (laughs) so all right when she got there she turned left where it branched off it would lead to Ake River. She followed it until it branched off again. I think I'll take the shortcut today, said Casey to herself. She left the path and started walking on the stony grass. The stony what? grass. Stony grass. I don't understand. I'm not really sure what that means. Soon she reached Ake River. She walked right in. She kept walking until she was dragging her feet and was knee deep in water. She took one step more, brushed the dirt off of <laughs> Brushed the dirt off of her favorite big rock and plopped down on it. (laughs) She waited until she saw three long silvery salmon swim by. They must be leaders of a group, she thought. So Casey threw the net in. Casey? This is Alex. No, this is Casey. Sorry. (laughs) I was confused for a second. (laughs) This is Casey. So Casey threw the net in. And sure enough, they were. She caught two beautiful ones. She was satisfied. So she started walking back. That's a... I don't think that's how you catch fish. I don't either. That seems like way easier than how much a fish actually is. Oh my god, I just read ahead again. Oh my god, okay. When she saw the path, but was still hidden behind trees, she stopped. She heard a rustle right next to her. She heard it again. Hello? she asked. Hi, said a voice. (laughs) Then she saw a girl about her age, maybe older. Alex Jones. I'm 11. 
I'm alone and trying to find a home. Oh my god, that's not how you introduce yourself. Casey Millard, nine. Want to live with me? I'm what? under the old willow, said Casey. What? Really, said the so-called Alex? Yeah, well, okay. Here, said Casey. I'll help you with your stuff. The girls walked along. Casey was smiling the whole walk back, too. As soon as they knew it, they ate lunch. Alex was an expert climber. They ate dinner. And Alex was an expert fisher. And they had already dozed off. Soon, it would be Saturday. End of chapter. I... Hmm. Interesting. Thoughts? Uh, seems like she's a little trusting of strangers. I think she's just alone and that's, sad. I mean, that's also fair. And poor. Don't forget that she's poor. She's poor. She is $3.18. <laughs> um, alright. Let's go on to chapter two. Chapter two. Stories. The next morning, after Casey and Alex ate a breakfast of fruit and berries... Oh, that's how she gets food, is from the fish. Protein from the fish. Hmm. All right. Anyway, okay. The next morning, after Casey and Alex ate a breakfast of fruit and berries, they shared interests with each other. We're so alike, giggled the girls. It was again raining, and the girls were sick of it, so they stayed under the tree and shared stories. All right, said Casey. I gotta say something. Me too, said Alex. Shoot at it. Both of us. At the same time. Oh my gosh. Shoot, shoot at it. That's not right. Nope. Um, oh my god. They took a... They took a deep breath. Then they simultaneously said, When we must go, you need to know there is a life beyond. No. It takes strength and determination, and you must be very fond. Someday, when you are old enough, you will go and try to beat the buff. Your father and I did not succeed. We lost all our money in our long life beads. If you succeed, you'll earn it back, and all will call you our new Savak, sputtered Alex. Casey sputtered also. Oh, no. Oh. My. Goddess! She spit out. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's my question. So they just, like... They didn't give any context to this. They just started repeating this rhyme. Like, they weren't like, oh, yeah, when my parents died, they told me this. No, no, just the rhyme. They just both start saying it. Can you imagine if only one of them had said it? (laughs) And the other one was like... So awkward. I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, this chapter's not over yet. All right. Oh, where was I? Oh, my goddess, she spit out. Finally, they got their breath back. We're doing it together. It's better than alone, said Alex. Yeah, said Casey. But we need a saying. It has to keep our hopes up. Um, we're together, so let's just see. Let's just see. I love it. Terrible. (laughs) I know. I love it, said Alex loudly. Shh, hissed Casey. The park's empty, answered Alex. Casey looked out. It was. She just shrugged. Now that Alex knew what Casey knew, and Casey knew what Alex knew, things would be easier. Maybe. Dot, dot, dot. End of chapter. Hmm. How are you feeling? My current, my current reading... Yeah. Is that they have just expressed to each other mm-hmm. this, like, feeling they have. And they don't have, like, the word for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the feeling of being like, we're ace, and here's a rhyme about it. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm, that's my current reading. 
All right, cool. It's time for chapter three. Oh, boy. Chapter three. Shayna comes. Oh. It was late in the afternoon. The same day as when they found out, well, you know what. Oh, my God. The girls were eating pears and apples, and they were talking about the curse. All of the sudden, a girl appeared. She was wearing a deerskin shirt and chaps. Okay, so she has a deerskin shirt. And but chaps. the rest of them just have, like, sweatpants. Hold on. The chaps weren't leather or deerskin. They were just something about the girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's written in it? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, there was something about the girl that caught both Casey and Alex's eye. Gay? <laughs> Actually, no. Are you ready? Yes. The sword. On oh, it was engraved shit. these words, and I used a different font for the engraving. I'll oh. you know. Avon Sword. S. Miskafun. Mistkafun. I remember that name, and I don't know why I made it so hard to pronounce. <laughs> After the girl saw Casey and Alex staring at the sword, she said, I'm Shayna Miskafun, and I've come to retrieve you two. <laughs> time for you guys to try to beat the buff. My first time, too. And don't worry, this is a plastic sword. It's just for practicing. What? <laughs> Finally, Alex said something. The buff? Now? Okay, this next name, I can't remember how to pronounce. It's L-A-I. I don't know if it's Lay or Lie. I think it's Lay. Lay? Um, but she says, Lay's orders. She's in charge of us mortals. Mortals with an uppercase M. Oh, I'll have you know. shit. She's half mortal and half Eam, whatever that means. <laughs> Come with me. We gotta go. We need to go through chaining before we can fight them. That's in about a year. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, said Casey at last. Shayna faced the trunk of the tree and said, Reckless buff, you're never too tough. Oh, boy. I don't like all these rhymes. What have I done? Soon the girls found themselves on top of a high hill. It was foggy all the way around. Shayna told them this. We're on the highest point in the land of buff. This one, this is this next name is one that... I explain how to pronounce it, but I'm actually still not sure. Do you, like, spell it out phonetically? Yeah, but I was, like, eight. So I, <laughs> so so no. I wasn't very good at doing that. It's, it's spelled J-A-Y-S-I-C-K-A. And my phonetic spelling is J-A-Y-S-I-E-K-A. It's either J-Sika or J-Sika. I think it's J-Sika. I think that's what I was trying to say. Okay. Jessica Hill is what it's called. Down there is where we fight, and in front of us is the Golden Fountain, our water source. On the left is our HQ, and behind us are the three dorm buildings. Okay, Mixed so dorms? What? How long did they walk to get to this? They didn't. They just appeared there. Oh, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> this is like some teleportation shit. Yeah. Okay. And behind us are the three dorm buildings. Mista dorms, Dale dorms, and Mick dorms. I remember that it was Mick, but it's spelled like Mike, like microphone. Ugh. So, um, maybe I knew that I was going to have a podcast. I don't know. Oh, All no. right. Time travel. On the right is the training building and practice rooms. Behind the dorms on the left is the cafeteria, and on the right is the hospital. Do you get the main idea? <laughs> Casey and Alex nodded. Shayna sighed. You better start talking more soon, because when you meet Lay, well... I'll put it like this. 
Lay is a question holic, but I spelled holic wrong. Oh my god. End of chapter. Okay, so they just magically <laughs> appeared in... Yeah, I mean, uh, you're the one who's bringing up time travel. No, I was bringing up time travel, like, in our lives. I know, but, like, who knows, you know? I guess. Yeah, so she just said a little rhyme at a tree, and then they ended up on the top of, of the hill in the land of Buff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, are we ready for chapter four? Yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is this chapter is just over a page okay chapter four lay the question holic all three of the girls stood behind a tall window they were watching lay ask things to some girl and trying to eavesdrop through the hole in the door it wasn't working okay this is not working said casey <laughs> no way is this working replied alex <laughs> So you got your voices back, and this isn't working. I agree with that, laughed Shayna. Why did I have to say that same thing four times? God. They walked- I didn't really edit this, you know? There wasn't a ton of editing. They walked a few steps until they were behind the tall and wide door. Shayna had told them earlier that it was the buff- Well, Shayna had told them earlier that it was so the buff things could get in, when they had to go to prison, at least. Okay. Also, I always spelled okay, just okay, like lowercase, and I'm current me is mad at young me for that. Oh no, I just looked down and I realized I spelled blah wrong. Oh, good. Alright, anyway, <laughs> when they had to go to prison at least. Okay, I need to tell you how this goes, said Shayna. <laughs> said Shayna suddenly, the alliteration there. Not very well, said Alex. Let's just see, whispered Casey. Okay, let's just see, said Alex aloud. Mind you, these are all just quotes in a row, okay? It's hard to understand them because I do not hit enter after the dialogue. All right, said Shayna. I chose you to come here. So, Lay will ask me 22 questions about why I chose you two. Then she will ask each of you about why you think you're here and how you felt when you found out about the curse. That's 14 questions that you answer by yourself. Then she'll ask you what Savak means, and she'll tell you what Savak means, and she'll ask me seven more miscellaneous questions, and she'll make notes, and we'll leave. Got it? I was so specific about everything. <laughs> the number of questions. It's a lot of questions. All right. Uh, so she says, got it? Yeah, but you chose us, said Casey and Alex at the same time. Oh my God. Shana sighed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were strong, determined. Hey, you lived under a tree in the park. There was a moment of silence. Then the girl who had been in with Lay stuck her head out the door. Your turn, she said. The three friends looked at each other. Let's just see, they said simultaneously. Then they started walking in. (laughs) This is the first paragraph break. (laughs) In ever? In this whole chapter. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. They soon reached the middle of a big room with tall wooden walls and a high wood ceiling. They sat down on a long stone bench with down cushions. Hi, greeted Lay warmly. I'm Lay Jean. We only have ten minutes, so we best get to questions. Oh, that's... That is a loud siren. Yeah. (laughs) It sounded like she was used to saying this. Blah, 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 and blah. Except I spelled blah wrong. There's no no H on it. It wasn't very interesting until Savax came up. Oh no, improper use of apostrophe. Oh, Sarah. 
All right, it wasn't very interesting until some facts came up. So, said Lay, logic question. I would like you guys to agree on and tell me what you think a Savak is. What? No. Whoa. Okay. I would like you guys to agree on and tell me what you think is a Savak. I'm sorry. What a Savak is, is what I meant. (laughs) Wait, so she She said it wrong and then she corrected herself. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why I included that. Okay. you know, make her seem more human. Casey and Alex confirmed for a moment. I think that's supposed to say conferred. Wow, what a big um, word you were trying to use. Well, but I used the wrong one. I mean, earlier I used the word miscellaneous, so. All right. A lot going on. Casey and Alex confirmed for a moment. And then Casey said, We think a Savak is someone who is good and beats the buff, finished Alex. Right, said Lay. Completely correct. Oh. And Shayna, I actually asked you 28 questions in the beginning, so this is the last question. Oh my god. What buff, what buff words do you know, and what do they mean? Shayna thought for a second, but then she said, okay, here's, I had to, oh no, okay. Oh, several of these I have, uh, uh, like, spellings, like, uh, explanations for how to pronounce them, mm-hmm. so. Alright. Shayna thought for a second, but then she said, Avon is war. Emelanite is stripe pox. Bendison is their HQ. Fauklun is their word for us, but that is spelled F-I-U-K-L-U-N. Listen, so Avon means war. I'm going to let you sit on that. Hmm. Lay nodded, made some notes, and said, okay, get the next person. Goodbye. Oh, (laughs) They stuck their heads out the door, told the next person it was their turn, and walked out the back door. End of chapter. Hmm. Uh, what, what, What do you think it means that Avon means war? Hmm. A lot of questions. Yeah, I don't know about that one. All right, do we want to just keep moving and see where we go from here? Yes. All right. Chapter 5, Training Camp. Oh, no, more onomatopoeia. Bong, 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 bong. The morning bell chimed six times, meaning it was 6 o'clock a.m. Time to get up. Casey, Alex, and Shayna purposefully shared a room in Mr. Dorms, and they shared a triple bunk bed. Oh, anyway, <laughs> Anyway, Lay's voice boomed over the loudspeaker, saying, Wake up, sleepy heads. Mr. Dorms are in charge of food. Dale Dorms are in charge of setting up, no, setting tables in the cafeteria. And people from the Mike Dorms are in charge of cleanup. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Gotta get moving. It was the girls' first day with the regular schedule, and they woke up with a, um, loud start. They changed into their clothes and walked into the cafeteria. What clothes do they have? They're poor. They only had a bathing suit. (laughs) Did they give them clothes when they came to the land of the buff? I mean, do they have, like, school uniforms? I don't know. It's not school, though. It's training camp. Okay, well. All right. When they finished eating breakfast, they got to, they got their schedules. Each of theirs looked exactly the same. This is what they looked like. And then I showed you there are two different fonts involved. All right. Oh, Sarah. It says, room, B107, teacher, Miss Anne Denia, Denia? I'm not sure. Belt, yellow. Ages, 9 to 13. Times, 824 to 97 minute lunch break 1238 to 619 
Your partners, your roommates. That's who their partners are, is their roommates. Why is the lunch break so long? I think you were just, like, dreaming of the lunch Wait, break you wanted. My math isn't even right. Oh, no. It says it's till 11.41, and then it's at 12.38, but I said that was a 97-minute lunch break. That's not right. What is it? That's, like, it's, like, 50, it's in the 50s somewhere. I mean, this is kind of a hard-to-read font, but that's definitely a nine. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Okay. I, I've never claimed to be able to math. All right. <laughs> well, said Shayna, we're together, but we're going to need a map. I think this is unanimous. The others nodded. <laughs> Big word. When they finally reached their room, Casey said, I figured out why class doesn't start until an hour after breakfast. You may be doing cleanup, and it takes so long to get to the room, even if you know how to get there. Probably, said Alex, sitting down. Finally, the teacher came. Hi, she said. I'm Miss Ann... Dania? Denia? I think it's Dania. I'm your training camp teacher. She even used quotes when she said, when she said camp, in case that was unclear. Oh, okay. First, she went on, I would like to give you your yellow belts. You can wear them any which way you want, as long as you and your partner or partners are wearing them the same way. She began passing them out. The girls tried out billions of ways. Billions. And chose to wear... Yes. And chose to wear them as headbands. Hey, it would oh, keep their hair back. Oh, no. Remember, roommates are partners. <laughs> they went to training camp as yellow belts in karate for three months. And later, when they learned how to sword fight, all three advanced automatically. They skipped up to red belt and stayed there for eight months. What a time jump. <laughs> so By Sarah, this time, what? You never did karate as a kid. No. So this is just, just coming. Just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, by this time, they had been training for almost a year. Semicolon. 11 months. <laughs> but one day, a note came to the door. It was in Lay's handwriting. It said the following. This is a new font, okay? okay new good, fonts good, for good, everything. Good. All right. To my dearest friends, Casey Millard, Alexandra Jones, and Shayna Miskafun, you are invited to fight a buff. <laughs> a Z fight. <laughs> Azima Kaji. I had to spell that one out, but I do remember exactly how to say that. Azima Kaji was very important to me. <laughs> Description. Color of red with coral effect. Eight feet, four inches tall. One foot, eleven inches wide. Green hair with spikes and curls. One hand with four fingers. Three and a half feet with 224 toes. 3,482 pounds. Most pounds able to lift? Two pounds. FYI. He can only lift his left pinky toenail. May cause stripe pox. Tips. Never let him fall on you. Be sure to let me know if you have any concerns. You'll start on January 17th. Yours truly, Lay Jean. Okay, so this thing is 3,000 pounds. Here's the thing. I don't think I actually, like, imagined in my head what he looked like. Mm-hmm. I d- when I write, I don't really, like, picture, like, faces or people and so i think i was just like making all of this up without actually picturing what it would look like well i'm just imagining something that's three thousand pounds but can only lift two pounds two pounds which is his left pinky toenail but he has three and a half feet and he has a lot of toes 224 toes one hand with four fingers also i said how wide he was (laughs) 
<laughs> I would love for someone that's listening that's good at art to like try to draw oh, this out. Oh my god. I would That love would be that. amazing. Honestly, just for them, I'm gonna repeat the description. Color <laughs> of red with coral effect. Eight feet, four inches tall, one foot, eleven inches wide, green hair with spikes and Wait, curls. how tall? Eight foot four? Eight so eight feet tall, one foot wide. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> almost two feet wide. Where's all the weight coming from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's three and a half feet. Um, <laughs> green hair with spikes and curls. One hand with four fingers. Three and a half feet. What is half a foot? With 224 toes. 3,482 pounds. Most pounds able to lift. Two pounds. I need a picture of this. <laughs> FYI, like- he can only lift his left pinky toenail. May cause striped pox. Tips, never let him fall on you. <laughs> and this is something you're supposed to fight. Yeah, hold on. The chapter is almost over. Let me finish it. Okay. Um, so, well, said Shayna after reading the note. Guess this is it—the real thing. This time we'll have an Avon with them. In our words, it's time for the war with them. The buff. All I can say is, let's just see. Hmm. There should have been an apostrophe in let's. Um, end of chapter. Uh, also, I don't think I had a grasp on how heavy. 3,500 pounds is. I mean, yeah, that's heavy. Really heavy. Wow. All right. It's time to have an Avon with them. Kayla, how do you feel? I don't know how to feel. All right. I think we should just kind of push through the end, and then we can kind of do a, a, uh, what's it called? Analysis. Yeah. All right. Chapter eight. Avon time. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. December finished up, and more days rolled by. The girls were done with training, and all they could do now was practice, practice, practice. And they did, did, did. No, 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 no. But then, a cold, snowy day came by. When they woke up at 6 a.m., it was a usual day. Until they saw their calendar. It was a little fuzzy, because it was across the room. I think they need glasses. I think so, too. Young young me needed glasses at this point. I just didn't know it. Um... But the girls thought that it was the day. They got out of bed and looked closer. Yes, they were right. January 17th, the day. All three were excited and scared at the same time. They dashed to the closet and put on their chaps and deerskin shirts and coats. They pulled on their gloves and moccasins, and after that they tied their red headbands slash belts onto each other's heads. They grabbed their leather knapsacks and tied them around their waists, Semicolon, they would put food in them later. That was a correct use of a semicolon. Oh, Sarah. They seemed a little calmer by now. Then they tied their deerskin sword protectors around their waists and slipped their real swords in. They were ready. I have a question. Are they wearing, like, anything under the chaps, or is this, like, an assless chaps situation? I mean, you didn't say... I didn't. I don't think I understood what chaps were. I don't think you did either. Okay. After breakfast, they filled their knapsacks with food. They were stuffed with beef jerky, grapes, strawberries, turkey, chicken, and pork chop bits, and even a little bit of dry cereal. Then they took two-inch by four-inch water bottles, just in case they got dehydrated. That's a really small water bottle. They tied them to their knapsacks. Now they were really ready. All they had to do now was fight. The girls stood at the top of Jessica Hill, ready to rush down and fight. When the whistle blew... (laughs) So this war is starting via whistle? When the whistle <laughs> Not like blew. like a horn, just a whistle. Yeah. 
When the whistle blew, they would sprint down by Bendison, Buff's headquarters, and find the person they would fight, Azimakaji. Um, they're pretty close to the Buff. Their camps are just very close to each other, it seems. (laughs) Seems like a problem. I'm just confused. (laughs) When the whistle- no. When the girls were lost in thought, the whistle screamed out a high-pitched noise, and the girls ran with all their might down the hill, barely missing the golden fountain. They pushed through the crowd until they reached the front. What? There's a golden fountain since when? Yeah, that's where they get their water. Shane explained that at the beginning. Okay. I'm- (laughs) wait. They pushed through the crowd until they reached the front. They sprinted down the hill and ran until they reached Bendison and the real Azimakaji. It reminds me of that scene in Infinity War where, like, Bucky and Cap and uh, T'Challa are, like, running at the aliens, but they're, like, way faster than everyone else. That's what I'm imagining here. Okay. Oh, my God. And ran until they reached Bendison, ben- Bendinson and the real Azimakaji. He kept lifting his left pinky toenail. It was the grossest thing the girls had ever seen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds nasty. They were doing fine with him until all three girls started coughing and got dehydrated. They oh. drank their water, but it only helped for a little while. Well, yeah, because it was only like two inches of water. I know. Golden Fountain, coughed Shayna. They began to go up the hill. Behind them, they could hear Azimakaji yelling, Hee, hee, hee. No, no, no. You no, got no. Emelanite. Emelanite? I think that's how I pronounce it. They got to the golden fountain and began- Wait, if he can only lift his left pinky toenail, how could he talk? Well. <laughs> Alright. They got to the golden fountain and began taking in water and splashing it across their faces. But soon they fell to the ground and couldn't hear Azimakaji's yells and laughter anymore. They couldn't hear anything. They couldn't do anything. All they could do was lay there. Unconscious. End oh. of chapter. Oh, God. Chapter 7. Sick. All three girls, almost simultaneously, began coughing and gagging. Everything is done simultaneously. <laughs> well, yes. Mrs. Olis? Olis? O-L-I-C-E? Olis? Miss yeah. Olis, the nurse, gave each girl a glass of water, and they chugged them down. They were now in lumpy hospital beds, and they had a wonderful view of the dorms. <laughs> the girls talked for almost one minute before they noticed their skin. Oh. What happened? exclaimed Alex and Casey at the same time. Why is everything at the same time? Little reddish pinkish lines covered their bodies. Oh, duh, said Shayna. You know how Azimakaji was yelling things like, you got emelanite? Casey and Alex nodded, and Shayna went on. Emelanite is stripe pox. He made us get stripe pox. That was his weapon. (laughs) One week passed, and the emelanite only got worse. Two days later, Lei left a note for them. This is how it went. Once again, this is in her handwriting. It's important mm-hmm. for you to know. Mm-hmm. Casey, Alex, and Shayna. I'm sorry to say, but your case of stripe pox is a very bad one. It's called Monver stripe pox. The only way to heal it is to heal yourself. <laughs> oh my god. The only way to heal yourself is to have confidence and hope in yourself. No, 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 no. I think you already have this, but it might not be strong enough. I really hope you will be okay, but we cannot help you. It's all up to you. Yours truly, Lay Jean. P.S. <laughs> P.S. Monver stripe pox has never been cured before. This sounds like the American healthcare system. Honestly, you're right. All right. Wow, this is a long chapter. Okay. The girls talked among themselves, amongst, whatever, among themselves after each girl read the note. 
Lay's right, Shayna sighed and began talking again. Oh, Shayna sighed and began talking again. We do have the characteristics that we need to cure our monverse tripox, but we could do better. You're right, replied Alex. Throughout this conversation, Casey hadn't spoken yet. Are you okay? Alex suddenly asked Casey. With this, Casey burst into tears. Ugh. No, her muffled voice replied. When Casey calmed down, she said, I will never be cured. My grandma got sick and died. She was barely a mother. I never met her, and I never will. Wait, whenever I get sick, I don't know. Whenever I, her, her grandma died when her mom was like a baby. Oh, okay. Um, I never met her, and I never will. Whenever I get sick, I get scared, so I will never be cured. Casey, said Shayna. That was the olden days. It's oh okay God. now. <laughs> also, it's funny because the way to the way to cure this is to like believe in yourself, which like they didn't have that in the olden days. <laughs> no, it was very sad. Healthcare, you know. All right, it's okay now. Key word was okay. This is even worse than normal chicken pox, and the cure makes it so hard because I think of the bad things when I get sick, and not the. G-. She began to cry once again. Why is she Casey? Me? She was, what? Why is she you? <laughs> yeah. Um, Casey, go on, urged Shayna and Alex. Oh, no, no, no. I hate this. My heart, my soul, no. they fell down on me hard when my family died. And ever no, since, no, no, my no. self-confidence has fallen just a little bit every day. And oh, no. I've tried so hard, but it hasn't rose for years. <laughs> I just can't do it. She's only nine. She got teary-eyed. She was already crying. It's all right, Casey. We understand, replied Alex. Neither Shayna nor Alex, good, good, nor, could sleep that night. They could hear in the distance Casey's words. Oh my god, this is so dark. <laughs> okay, okay. They could hear in the distance Casey's words and a little voice saying, Come to heaven, Casey. Come to heaven. Sarah! <laughs> I like writing about death. We've established oh this. I God, still do you it. We're like eight. <laughs> By morning, they still hadn't fallen asleep, and they were crying when Casey woke up. They tried to hide their sadness, but it was hard. Too hard. Each girl, even Casey, went to the bathroom and washed their faces. Each day, the girls got sadder. <laughs> this, is a, this is a real allegories here, I think. <laughs> Each day, the girls got sadder. But one February day, another note from Lay came to the door. <clears throat> what the fuck? CM, AJ, and SM. You are invited to a writing contest with what? pros of the world. <laughs> the people in- <laughs> The authors? I chose. The pe- These people include Nora Roberts, Megan McDonald, E.B. White, and more. <laughs> <laughs> Write any type of piece and give it to me by March 30th. It would be a great pleasure to see you win. Yours oh. truly, Lay Jean. So she's like, hey, I know you're in the hospital, like, dying, but could you just, like... I want you, children, to enter a writing contest with Nora Roberts. Oh my god. <laughs> and E.B. White. And Megan McDonald. I don't remember what she wrote, but she wrote a lot of books that I read when I was a kid. Alright. The girls began writing at once, but never realized something. It was just a trick to get rid of their monverse stripe pox. And it worked. End of chapter. Are you ready for the last chapter? Okay, here's what I don't get. The lady said, like, we can't help you. And then... 
first of all, Leia's not a lady. She is also a child. Second of all. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> they're all children. Second of all, she's tricking them. This is a trick, Kayla. I'm, she figured yeah. out a way to help them. Okay. I mean, I all right. Guess. Chapter eight. The best of the best. The three girls woke up in soft, warm beds with down pillows, unlike their lumpy hospital beds. Each searched their whole body for a single speck of striped pox, but there was nothing but normal skin. They soon realized what they were wearing. Ooh, yikes. Each girl was wearing a gold costume, and they looked somewhat like gypsies. That is not PC. Uh, I was thinking of this this dance costume that this other group had when I was a kid. That is definitely what I was thinking. Okay. Mm, the, well, I mean, you were a kid. I dressed up as, like, a yeah. geisha one year for Halloween. So, you know, yeah. you live and you learn. Yeah. The pants were puffy and pulled in at the bottom. They wore tight tank tops and golden bracelets. Oh. On their ears were gold stud earrings. Oh, God. Oh, Sarah. Oh, no, no. And to top off the gypsy look, they didn't wear shoes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> How did this happen? The girls asked Leia immediately when they saw her. You were, well, undiagnosed, as Dr. <laughs> Mia Berms puts it. Not how it works. Dr. Mia Berms said it, so it must be true. No, that's fair. You don't have Monver Emelanide anymore. You're free. And by the way, all of you look just as good as I did when I went through this. Maybe even better. <laughs> Is she flirting with them? Question mark? Another thing. Get used to those clothes. You'll be wearing them at the parties. Mine are silver. Speaking of that, I better go change. You're in the Upton room. Go eat at table number one with me and be at the hall by no later than nine. Sharp. Bye! <laughs> the girls looked at each other in their clothes. Only one thing came to mind. Savax. Casey, Alex, and Shayna were in the hall by 8.52. <laughs> Lay came exactly at nine. Ready? she asked. Shayna took a deep breath and answered for all of them. Yes, she replied. Kay, she called out. <laughs> oh my god. Sweet, happy music sang out happily. <laughs> and all the other girls stood silently. They came out from behind the bright curtains, and Leigh led them up some stairs. In front of them sat four chairs. One silver, three gold. On each chair sat a crown. Four little girls, maybe six or seven years old, took the crowns, and each girl sat on a chair. To Casey Millard, sang out one girl, for the love of others. She placed the crown on Casey's head. To Alexandra Jones, sang out the next girl, for gratefulness. The crown was set on her head. For Shayna Mistkafun, said the next girl, for confidence in herself and others. She, too, got a crown. And for Lei Jean, the last girl happily said, for good leadership. But they didn't wake up from the dream. It was no dream. They were true Savax, lay for the second time. And now their hearts were filled up to the top, even after the loss of their parents. End book. But they didn't beat the buff. He they just infected also them. They never got the money back. <laughs> <laughs> I like There's... how they're, they're Savax, but Azima Kaji is not dead. Uh, they didn't. Okay, from what it seems like, too, is there's like a lot of buffs. That are just like yeah. hanging around, but like, like who isn't like what counts is like you beat them. And who's also in like charge what's, here? why don't we like the buffs? Like it was never explained. Because they're monsters. I mean, yeah, but like And they give you stripe box and they laugh about it? I mean, I know, but like I need some like you know. I think there are definitely some plot holes here. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, a few. All right, Kayla, what's your final reading of, of Avon swords? I mean, I just don't I don't know. even think they used their swords. They didn't. <laughs> um, huh. Isn't it a work of art? Give me a Pulitzer. I... <laughs> I just don't... I don't know. I mean, I think there's definitely some allegories in here with the whole, like, writing contest. Yeah. Um, about, like, just love yourself because you're asexual and you don't know it yet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, it's definitely very positive. You had some yeah. good messages in there. I, I was a very cringy child in that sense. Where did, what happened? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think you could read it as like they found this community in this like yeah. training camp, and they had some other child that was like helping them. Also, it's very interesting that all of the characters that are like the good guys are female. The yeah. only male character is Azimakaji. Oh shit! Yeah, like even the doctor that undiagnosed them is a woman. And, like, I don't know, maybe you could see, because the monster obviously, like, doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Proportionally, but maybe it's, Mm -hmm. so it's, like, you know, a phobia and all that also doesn't really make sense. But what it does do is make you sad and unconfident. And And then you just have to believe in yourself and love yourself. And then you'll get a crown from a small child. Yeah. It, it is very interesting to me, though, that all of, like, the good guys were female characters. I mean, Because, like, society I mean, would have told me that, like, oh, the doctor should be a man, but I was like, no, they will all be girls. That's, yeah. I'm trying to think of the stuff I wrote, though. I feel like all of my characters were girls. Yeah. But I was just like, bitch, my nah. main characters are gonna be badasses, and they're gonna be girls, and that still checks out today, so... <laughs> Wow, what a what a story! Oh man, there was a little bit of problematicness there in the last chapter. Yeah, um, yeah. But I was a child. I didn't know better. Wow, that was uh, I, I. That was wild. Yeah, I will say that the, uh, the 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 balance, I guess, of the story was not very good. I mean, no offense, if, but there was a lot. Go- I, there was a lot wrong with it. Well, I mean, you have the introduction, and then chapters one through five is like, oh, getting to know Alex and Shayna and Lei in training camp, and then six is like, it's time to fight the buff, and then seven is like, oh, we're sick, and then eight is like, we're Savax now, even though you didn't beat the buff. I mean, yeah, you did, you did have like a year jump in one chapter. Oh, I did. <laughs> and then another chapter had like a several month jump. Yeah. So, there also, like, wasn't, I mean, you know, we knew that they were all poor, but, you know, there wasn't a lot of, like, character development, you know, you don't learn much about the characters. There's not much, like, character building in the beginning or throughout. There's not. I mean, I definitely knew who they were in my head. Yeah. I, I will say, I don't know that I had a ton of thoughts as to how they were different from one another. Well, my favorite is they got these awards for, like, caring and whatever, and I'm like, where'd that come from? Yeah, they didn't beat the buff. That's the real, you know? But the creativity was there, you know? I I mean, yeah, that monster, I need someone to draw it. Like, 
And, you and I mean, I have a table of contents. Like, this is a real and book. And you had... And I you, signed it. Yeah, and you used to have that little author's picture that you made your mom take. Yeah, and I... Purple I, jacket. Yeah, I had... It, it was a sweater. I'll have you know. Sorry. And sorry, sorry. Um, I had this... Uh, at the front of it, there's this, like sticker thing that is uh is tinkerbell and i for some reason really loved tinkerbell as a kid even though i'd never seen peter pan and i uh it's like one of those things where like you put your name on it and i signed it with my mm. signature uh how, so this how is a signed signature? copy um not great yeah i mean it's fine you should but this is a signed copy of avon swords you so. should definitely take a picture of it um so we can post it okay well on the side on like the spine i printed out a little sticker that says avon swords costello like this is a serious book wow send it to a publisher dude i know i will so yeah that's that (laughs) do we have anything else we want to say on the topic i mean i don't know (laughs) i really think it speaks for itself i yeah i think our poll of the week should be uh wait no like what? What is everyone else's asexual reading of this book? <laughs> I gotta maybe, know. Maybe let's do that, and then we haven't done like an actual like not open poll. So maybe yeah, we'll, we've been doing a lot of open polls. Let's do one that's like looking back on your childhood. Do you see like signs of mm. like, oh, I'm ace? You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Like oh. stuff that doesn't that doesn't seem like it would be. Like, you only realize it in hindsight. You're like, oh, yeah. shit, I wrote a book called Even Swords. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right, cool. So those are our polls. Kayla, what is your beef slash juice of the week? Oh, boy. Do you um, have one prepared, or should I go first? You can go first. Okay, so my juice and beef of the week, I have two juices and two beefs, but they're the same thing. It's, I, I here I am again with my juice and beef being the same thing. Um... So my juice of the week are Dan Howell's coming out video and Eugene Lee Yang's coming out video. Did you watch the video, like the behind the scenes of how he made that video? Oh, I did. It so was amazing. Both of those videos came out back to back days. They were both some of the best coming out videos I've ever seen. The Dan Howell, and also they're both people who have been on YouTube for a very long time, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So Dan Howell's coming out video was 45 minutes long. He was previously known as Dan is not on fire. Some of you may have remembered him from your youthhood. I don't know how old you are. Um, But it was a 45 minute long video. It was very thoughtful. It was very honest. To be honest, it was funny. And he also kind of basically called out his own fans for making it harder on him. Oof. Um, Because they shipped him a lot with Phil, or Mm -hmm. Amazing Phil, who they're like very good friends. And he apparently they did date at some point it's unclear if they still are but mm-hmm. like because there was so much shipping yeah um it made it very hard also just because both dan and eugene like grew up in like the 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. it was a different world then which i'm kind of understanding better now because i think of these people as not that much older than me but like yeah, they had but... different childhoods um yeah. also dan howell mentioned aphobia in his video so that's fun oh deep yeah um and then eugene liang member of the try guys he did like a music video essentially like a told a story via dancing gorgeous it was beautiful the only thing that bothered me was that he didn't point his feet enough but i also recognize that he's not a real dancer so you know i mean 
for not being a real dancer though very good yeah plus he like yeah and he choreographed it which is yeah. amazing yeah um my beef of the week is the fact that both of them had to go through all that shit to get where they are yeah it's um dan howell talked a lot about like his childhood and like why it took him so long to come out in the behind the scenes video for eugene's video i i relate to eugene in a lot of ways (laughs) um emotions what are they and i i watching that video kind of made me realize that like i could have been him like if i were Mm -hmm. born like 10 years older or 10 years earlier i could have very well been him and like i could have had that struggle with accepting identity like he did in some ways i still do but it just made me grateful for like the the people i have around me and the fact that i am able to be where i am now on episode 88 of my asexuality podcast (laughs) yeah yeah it was surprising to me how he was like oh coming out there might be some people that like disown me Mm -hmm. and i like shocked me that that yeah had to be something like you know it's 2019 that was still something he was worried about and he like we have known that he's been queer for a while but he was just never specific about what he was and he came out as gay and so it was just interesting hearing like his rationale for doing that like he said that he had like several kids come up to him in the past year being like he gave them the courage to come out to their parents and he was like i could be doing so much more help if i actually (laughs) were honest about my sexuality Mm -hmm. yeah all right kayla what's your juice and beef of the week Hmm. i will say my beef is has been moving Mm. has been a difficult process yeah that checks out and i'll say my juice i was thinking of a couple throughout the week so one is my cat Mm, billy she's very wild billy piper lord i hope you're welcome world she like right when i try to sleep goes running back and forth across the apartment it's very annoying but (laughs) <laughs> she's great um also i've seen a lot of videos recently where people like fix furniture with ramen have you seen this no okay so there'll be like a hole in like a the side of a dress or something and people just like fill it with ramen and then okay. like carve it like, and it like, like fills uncooked ramen yeah okay and they'll just like repaint it i've seen one with like a purse too that people do it and it's just very please look it up very entertaining great all right sounds good and uh yeah that's that all right cool well you can find our juices no you can find our poll tell us about your juices and beeves on our twitter at sounds fake pod sounds fake pod.com for those everythings but also for the resources that we've been talking about for the ted talk um we love you all we also have a patreon if you want to give us your money patreon.com soundsfakepod our two dollar patrons are keith mcblain roxanne alex is in space anonymous nathan dennison mariah waltzer and jonathan five dollar jennifer smart asutha venicota austin landrew fenny perifiero aunt Jeannie d benjamin barra megan rowell and quinn pollock ten dollar are kevin and tessa at dirty uncle kevin and at tessa underscore m underscore k sarah jones at eternal lolly and arkness who like to promote the trevor project our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielJWhiteDesigns.com, and, okay, this last $15 patron, uh, it's the same person, but, okay, so this person used to be anonymous, but they decided that they wanted to no longer be anonymous. The reason is because, all right, I'll just, it's my mom, okay? <laughs> so, my mom 
all whenever she gives money like donates money to things she has a policy that it's always anonymous because that's just her life policy um so she was previously anonymous but then she realized that she wanted to openly show her support for me and my sexuality in my podcast and she wanted to be a supportive parent and an example for other people that there can be supportive parents so it anonymous is my mom <laughs> we stand julie and then i asked my mom asked my dad if he wanted his name to be on it too and he was like i don't care <laughs> so i <laughs> so uh it's my mom and uh i guess my dad too because the money comes from a shared account so <laughs> um and my mom would like to promote uh the organization free mom hugs where moms and dads and parents go to prides and they offer free hugs to anyone who wants one like people who don't necessarily have supportive parents of their sexuality and um she's very into free mom hugs and she says she didn't quite get on it in time this year but she says next year at pride she definitely wants to do free mom hugs so wow what a great lady that's the tea thank you for listening tune in next sunday for more rest in your ears until then take good care of your cows